0: Number two of the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have everybody on the network today. Good to have everybody. 877 867 1670 877 867 1670 If you uh, want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Um, the uh, I was sitting here reading some of the comments and emails during the break. And uh, we were talking about, you know, hypotheticals uh, in the first hour of the program. And we were talking about the Packers and going to the postseason. And I think that's still a very, it's not a hypothetical. I think it's still a very real possibility. But winning in the postseason. Now, then the, the question comes from Michael, who says, what happens if they don't make it to the postseason? What happens if they lose two of their next four? What happens if they lose three of their next four? And we don't know where this team is technically at by the end of the season, then what? Will we still believe in Jordan Love? Will we still believe in Matt LaFleur? We certainly would not believe in Joe Barry. I think you have to wait, and I hate to say this, because we, we've, we started out really hot. We thought, okay, Jordan Love is opening eyes. And then slowly it the pendulum swung the other way. And it was like, oh boy, this just this doesn't look good, right? This isn't this isn't good. And they were losing ball games, and it really wasn't the defense's fault, but they weren't playing as they as they put it time and again, complimentary football. And then Pittsburgh, and the pendulum swung a little, and then the Chargers, and now you see how bad the Chargers are, and you kind of scratch your head, you know, you don't apologize for wins, you never do, but you're thinking, poof. Boy, you beat the Chargers, and look at what the Char- look what just happened to the Chargers. Chargers stink. Because that was considered a really big game. And they won that game. Yeah, Keenan Allen had some drops, but they won that game. And then they went in and beat the Lions, and the pendulum swung further. And they did it in fantastic fashion. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. But now you look and you go, well, Detroit's not playing their best football right now. So, how good was that win? I think it was tremendous, but some don't. And then they beat the Chiefs, and the pendulum was way over. So now it's back in the other direction. And all you had to do was just go in, validate what we saw, and everybody would be all in, all believing. And then you go into New York, and boom, the pendulum swings the other way. And you think, okay, you just the defense did not do their job. They gave up 200-plus rushing yards to a guy named DeVito. The quarterback didn't look good. The offense wasn't great. Now, granted, they're missing a few guys, but it's always chicken or the egg. Do you have to have good, re- really good wide receivers in your full game plan, or can your quarterback make something happen? And the quarterback didn't play real well. They didn't run the ball real well. They didn't do much until the fourth quarter. So you like the moxie, but ooh, and then the pendulum starts to swing the other way. So now if you go by Michael's discussion of, let's say they lose two of the next four. Do you know where you're at? I think the same way we've looked at this season via the eyeball test would be the same way you'd have to look at the next four games. I don't know if we are still going through the full-blown evaluation period. But it certainly feels like that, doesn't it? It really does. You know? So, I I really I, – I'm still waiting to make kind of the final determination. So, if you take it to what we stated before for this team getting into the postseason and getting a win in the postseason, oh, I think that very much makes the determination process that much easier. Well, But I- if they lose two of the next four and they look bad doing it, oof, then what?
1: I think the next four games are going to tell us, Bill – They're going to help us draw the conclusion. Was this team a a mostly bad, young, unorganized team that had a great stretch in the middle of the year? Or were they a a really solid, good, up-and-coming team that had a bad stretch kind of towards the beginning of the season? Right? Is it a good team with a bad stretch or a bad team with a good stretch? We're going to figure that out over the next month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and that would be the worst. If they would go 2-2, and not make the postseason, that would be a terrible thing for this team because you still would not know. You know what I mean? You still wouldn't know. I mean, if they lose because they get beat 42-41 in two of those games where the offense is clicking and the defense stinks, well, okay, it's the optics will tell you. But if, if they go back to getting beat 23-17, 23-19, you know what I mean? It's like, wow, then, then what? You can say, well, the full complement of, of weaponry wasn't there. It, it, it had fallen off dramatically because of the injuries. That's understandable. But you still need to figure out what you've got. And I think that's very evident. The other thing going into the next season, and I think this is legit, you really got to think about who your backup quarterback is with as many quarterbacks as we've seen go down this season. Not just because it's not a bad thing to have a good backup, but, you know, I mean, some people don't want a really good backup and a good veteran backup because they always feel like that veteran's looking over the shoulder of the young guy. So, you know, Joe Flacco on a one-year deal, would you bring Joe Flacco in to back up, you know, Jordan Love? Probably not, but... In seeing what we've seen this year, with all the quarterbacks going down, if I'm a general manager, I'm starting to think about putting a little more money to the backup quarterback situation. I think I might go in that direction. Now, do you have to go out in the offseason and pay a guy more than he's worth? No. Because usually come the beginning of the season, there's a few veterans that are sitting around waiting for a job. But I would seriously think about investing a little bit more in a backup quarterback. Now maybe Sean Clifford's a guy I don't know, but I would seriously think about it after watching so many starting quarterbacks go down this season. So, uh, my chance says I don't see how you don't proceed with Love as your franchise quarterback if he thank, uh, if he tanks, you cut bait at some point and draft the next quarterback. Yeah, but you don't want to build the team up around him to find out he's not the guy. You know what I mean? You got to, you you know. I think he's shown more than what I thought he would show. I give him credit. I've swung over to more of he is the guy than he isn't. Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? No. But I, I, I will gladly admit at this point, what I've seen out of him, his ability in that period of time where he had success and what he did and the moxie he's shown late in ballgames, I give him all the credit in the world. I'll say I was wrong in that area. But as far as being the guy unequivocally, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. I I think that's fair, too. I think that's more of the reality of where we're at. But to to, to Michael's point, what happens if they don't make it? What happens if they lose three out of the next four? Then the worst thing, and I keep having Eric Eager's words ring loudly in my head of, The worst thing in the world would be to, at the end of the season, not know if he's the guy or not, because you got to make some decisions. Um, Thomas says, don't go Mitch Trubisky. No, you don't, you know, you don't pick up a bad backup. You pick up a decent backup. You don't pick up a backup just to pick up a backup. You got to find somebody decent. Um, Now, again, you're not going to, you know, find a starter, but. You know, like what Cleveland did, Joe Flacco looked really good with Cleveland in their last contest, and he could end up leading them to the postseason. They got a defense to win a championship. Their offense is not as great. But then again, Joe Flacco's no no stranger to that circumstance. Because remember, when they ended up winning it with Baltimore, he was a good downfield passer, but they had a juggernaut of a defense. They had an incredible defense, led by Ray Lewis back then that's how they won a championship cuz they beat the hell out of the 49ers and the 49ers it's still a weird thing cuz remember the lights went out during that super bowl 49ers had the momentum they were playing good football the lights go out there's a little bit of a delay then all of a sudden here comes storming back um here comes storming back the uh the uh the Baltimore Ravens 877867167877867 1670 Um Oh, boy the uh, the Chargers apparently uh did you see the breaking news coming out of uh, Chargerland they got rid of everybody The Chargers have fired uh their head coach and uh, their general manager uh says from their uh Dean Spanos, the owner and chairman of the board, says, I want to thank Tom and Brandon for their hard work, dedication, and professionalism and wish both of them and their great families nothing but the best. Uh, These decisions are never easy, nor are they something I take lightly, especially when you consider the number of people that it impacts. We are clearly not where we expect to be, however, and we need new vision. Doing nothing in the name of continuity was not a risk I was willing to take. Our fans have stood strong so many ups and downs and close games. They deserve more. Frankly, they have earned more. Building and maintaining a championship-caliber program remains our ultimate goal. And remaining uh, and re-imaging how we achieve that goal begins today. Dave Spanos, the owner of the Chargers. Chargers firing the general manager and their head coach. And I'll be honest, deservedly so. Staley lost that team. I mean, go all the way back to when Staley was here in Green Bay. And he was asking about, he was being asked about his job. Remember how emphatic he was? You know, the obstinance almost, at that point in time, cost him his job. Just because he was so emphatic about what he was st- standing for. It's like, dude, you're getting beat up. And you're going to do the same thing over and over again? You're out of a job. You knew it then.
1: So Brandon Staley was coach of the team last year when they blew, what, a 27-point a loss in the playoffs? hmm I think this is a good lesson. If you go through a loss like that, fire the coach, because you're probably going to end up doing it anyways. And you're going to think, well, this was all a waste of time. And with the Packers, right? Knowing what we know now, which I know is hindsight, of course, but wouldn't you have just wanted to cut it off clean with McCarthy and Thompson after 2014 said, we need to move on. We need to turn the page because that was such a catastrophe. And the Packers tried a couple of years and they never even got close. Right. And then they ended up firing him anyways. So I I think Mm -hmm. this is a lesson. If you go through something really ugly and bad and you feel like you should fire, you probably should just do it because you're going to end up doing it anyways.
0: Right. Um, An NFL analyst said this about Aaron Rodgers. Um, Emmanuel Acho, who said, I don't think he loves his teammates. I think he loves the attention. I think he has an insatiable appetite to hear about himself, Aaron Rodgers. Wow. I can't disagree with it, but that just popped up. (laughs) Okay. Got all kinds of stuff going on. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Give me your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I want to know what your expectations are. Okay. Scrub what we talked about at the beginning of the season. Four games remaining. The Packers are on the cusp of getting in the postseason. What are your expectations of this team down the stretch? 877 867 1670. Hit us up. 877 867 1670. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Oh, ho, oh, I need new windows.
2: Maybe it's cold outside.
0: So where do I go, ho, oh, oh. ho? Come
2: on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl.
0: Why not make a New Year's resolution today?
2: That's the spirit, Santa. Pella, no. Pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at Palawi.com.
1: Certain restrictions apply. Showroom for details. Offer ends 1230.
0: We continue on. Reminder, Reminder. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, looking forward to it. We're going to be live at Boondocks, barbecue, burgers, and brews on uh, County Road K in Oconomowoc. And uh, we're going to be there on New Year's Eve for the Packers game. So come on out. We're going to have a watch party. They're going to have music. They're going to have champagne toast. We're going to take the uh, Green and Gold Postgame show all the way up until the bewitching hour of midnight ringing in the New Year. So come on out. Have some fun with us. They got music. They got a band. They got us food, all kinds of great stuff. That's Boondocks, Barbecue, Burgers, and Brews out in Oconomowoc, and we are going to have a great time. So if you're in the area, come on by. And uh, they are taking reservations, by the way. They are taking reservations. So if you want to make a reservation, get a hold of Tom. Get a hold of Tom out there or Roddy, either one. Tom or Roddy, give him a call and uh, just say, hey, we want a table, we want uh, space, whatever, and uh, we're coming out for the music, the fun, the food, a watch party for the Green and Gold, and then uh, the Green and Gold post game show immediately thereafter that's boondocks barbecue burgers and brews out in Oconomowoc all right so Mike says you're looking tired and rough Mike I have been sick for uh, almost a week so yeah I sound weak um so what are your expectations take everything like at the beginning of the season I said seven wins maybe eight you know just kind of see where things are at depending and we would know by the eyeball test and right now if I had to make a decision I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't know if it's a long-term extension, a big-time You know, I know that Eric Eager came on from Sumer Sports and said that it would be very similar to what Daniel Jones got money-wise You know, because that's what agents think. I don't know if I'd go there right now. I don't know if I'd do that. So what are your expectations for the remainder of the season from the Green Bay Packers as to where they were to what your expectations were, to where they are now. Let's go to John listening to us in Eau Claire. John, how you doing today, man? What's going on? John! John dropped off. I guess John dropped. John must have been on hold and ended up having cramps or something, went to the bathroom, set his phone down. I guess that's what
1: happened. It must have, yeah, it must have been something related to the bathroom. That has to be it. Yeah, it had to. It had
0: to. That's the only thing that could pull you away from the show. It had to. Uh, this one's from Jake. Jake says, my expectations were six wins. I have to admit I'm impressed. Jordan Love has done more than I thought he would. He's been a pretty solid quarterback. Four games does not make a career, but I do, I but I wouldn't mind giving him a contract extension at this point. I just wouldn't make it very large. Maybe three years and something that you have the ability to get out of after two. Um, Thomas says, uh, no way I'm giving him a huge extension. But I do like what I've seen so far. My expectations are postseason or bust at this point. I don't think they're going to win in the postseason, but just get there. Uh, And then this one uh, is from Wilt. Wilt says, "Uh, hey, Bill, love the program. Oh, Wilt's listening in New York. Wilt Wilt says, "Uh, at least you have optimism while DeVito ended up beating you guys on Monday night. I still think that the Packers have a legitimate shot at winning in the postseason. Uh, This is a team that's a bunch of up-and-comers, and if they get healthy at the right time and maybe get a little momentum, who knows, they could shock the world. Don't put it out of the realm of possibility. That's from Wilt. Let's go back to John listening to us in Eau Claire. John, how are you doing today, man? What's going on?
3: Hey, thanks for taking the call. Uh, you bet. What's up? I was, just, uh, I was saying earlier that um, to me, uh, I knew Jordan Love, and I think both of you have mentioned that Jordan Love was going to take some time. We had to give him time to see what was going on. So I think that he's got talent. I think that he needs to be more accurate, especially on some of these wide open throws. However, to me, it's always been all year about Joe Barry's defense. And, yes, I know that we've had injuries. But if you've got a sound base, you should be able to plug in a few guys here and there, and and it's going to uh, work. And to me, that has not worked solid the whole year. With as much as we've invested, this defense should be better regardless. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you know, that's kind of where I'm standing. And I've just been waiting for the defense to finally gel. And it's just like we've had in the last few years. Someone's always pointing at someone else or whatever, not being in their spot. Or, you know, why would we go to prevent defense when we were just – we were doing pretty well until the last drive. And Well, let's go and prevent defense. Uh, But that was pretty much how I'm looking at the Packers season is – what is Joe Barry's defense going to do differently than it's done in the past few years? And I'll just see what you have to say about that.
0: Okay, no, I appreciate that. I look, I am um, not in any way, shape, or form going to defend Joe Barry. Let me say that. Okay, uh, not going to do it. Uh, what I am going to say is, is that on one hand, the Joe Barry defense has been somewhat hamstrung. And, and, and I, I get it. People want to talk about how much they've invested. And they have. They've invested a lot. There's a lot of first-round draft choices on that. But Stokes has not played hardly at all this year. Jair has not played very much this year. Quay Walker was beat up. Uh, Devondre Campbell was beat up. Rashawn Gary was coming back on a pitch count off of a knee injury. I, is As much as I want to point the finger at the defense and say, Oh, my God, Joe Barry was terrible. I can't do it because they didn't have their full complement of guys and because, quite frankly, in many instances, this defense did enough to win ball games. However, let me, let me now go to the other side of the coin. I don't like Joe Barry's philosophy. I don't like it specifically in big moments. I have seen this defense under him give up too many drives. I have seen them, especially crucial drives, I have seen them play so far off the ball and give up first downs that I I can't fathom as to why. I don't believe in it. I, I understand you have to take, you have to kind of, you know, there, there's a, it's kind of like accounting, you know. You have to know when to take your losses, and you have to know when to bank your money. But as a defensive player, your job is to stop the other team, not concede. And I see this defense concede too often. Philosophically speaking, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the lack of aggressiveness. And it does not have a kick-you-in-a-face in mentality. And, and to me, that starts at the top. It goes from Matt LaFleur to Joe Barry on down. And as, as hard-ass as Matt LaFleur wants to act or appear, it doesn't carry over to his defensive coordinator. And I can sit down and talk with Joe Barry, and I can understand exactly what it is he's saying. I, I, I get it. He reminds me a lot of Ken Maka. When Ken Maka was the manager of the Brewers, I would, I would talk to Ken Maka, and I would ask him his philosophy. Why did you do this? Why did you not do that? You know, And he would explain it to me. And I can understand it, but I never walked out of there agreeing with it. I don't agree with the defense. I don't agree with the lack of aggressiveness. I don't agree with, t- with not taking chances. Some of the best coordinators are the ones that look at what S- S- Spagnola does. He brings it, man. How many times does he do zero blitz? Here he comes. You're going to have to earn it. And, it. and he'll take a chance. He'll say, look, if you get us, you get us. Congratulations to you, but we're coming after you. And I want that mentality. I want guys to play free. That doesn't mean just running willy nilly all over the place and then, you know, kind of going rogue and then all of a sudden finding yourself not doing your job, but doing somebody else's job and then you become the weakest link. I don't want that. But I really believe that a philosophical change is needed. I really do. And I want to see somebody that not only is aggressive, but carries that over with almost the, 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 Dan Campbell, Machismo. I defense is a different mentality. Defense is I'm going to run through you. I'm going to take you down. I'm going to knock you over. I'm going to beat you up. That's the mentality. I don't want milk toast. You know, rest on your heels. I don't. I don't want that. So, I can't blame the defense because the defense hasn't been the one giving it up for a good portion of that season. The offense didn't play complimentary football, but I also on the, in the same breath, I don't like where that defense is and I want it to get better. I want something new because I want to see what's been invested in this defense to how high the ceiling is. I think it's fair. You can't run same old, same old out there again. You can't, you can't do it. You got to find out. They've been good at pressuring the, the football, it, the sacks haven't necessarily come uh with as frequency as with as much frequency as you would like but I want to see the aggressiveness I want to see that and damn the ability to stop the run is almost non-existent it, it, it's you know there's three phases to football you know defense special teams and offense and when your defense only works in one facet, it's not working. That's not a good defense. A good defense is able to stuff the run, prevent the pass, put pressure on the quarterback, create turnovers. That's what you're there to do. It's not to try to create turnovers, try to get in passing downs because that's what you excel at. But, oh, by the way, you're going to live death by a 1,000 cuts because they can run you over with the football. That's that's not a good defense. I, hopefully that makes sense. 877-867-1670, 877 867 Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, by the way, if you're out and about tonight, you're looking for a cr- tremendous fish fry, and you're in Lacrosse. Crosse, Buzzard Billy's, Pearl Street, right there in Lacrosse. The Starlight Lounge upstairs, maybe a date night, a little cocktail. Then tomorrow you take in some games, or maybe you get some takeout from Buzzard Billy's. Who knows? Great place. Great place to eat that, that beer cheese soup that they have out there. And oh my goodness, they got some great, one of the best beer cheese soups I've ever had. It's delicious. And they make hush puppies that are like meatballs. They're huge. And if you like hush puppies, holy mackerel, go there. That's Buzzer Billies on Pearl Street and La Crosse. Great cocktails upstairs at the Starlight Lounge. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.
4: Ready? This is the Bill Michael
0: Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show (laughs) on the air. 877-867-1670. Have your expectations changed? If you throw them out the window from where they were at the beginning of the season to where they are now for the Green Bay Packers, have your expectations changed as they go into this contest against against Tampa Bay coming up on Sunday? Let's get back to the phone calls. 877-867-1670. Mike is in Rockford. Mike, welcome to the program, man. What's going on?
4: Hey, Bill, sorry you're feeling under the weather. I'm the same way you are. Seems like every time this time of year, everybody gets sick. My question to you, Bills, and I'll hang up and listen, is going forward, if you look at these four teams in the division, the Packers are the youngest team. I think the Bears are the second youngest team. And so you got two young teams that are going at this, building up their, their franchises around their quarterbacks, Fields, and Love. Kirk Cousins is going to come back. Uh, they don't really have an answer at quarterback. The Lions, Jared Goff, has looked suspect. So where do, you, where do you see these four teams going in the next couple of years? And is the arrow point up for the Packers? And where's the rest of the arrow point for the other three teams? I'll, I'll hang up though and take care okay. of yourself and happy, happy holidays.
0: No, I appreciate it, man. That's a great question. Um, I think, oh boy, that's a great question. I think there's stability and good cornerstones in Detroit. So I think Detroit's a, a viable candidate. And if they can continue to upgrade at certain positions, I think they're going to be Right there. Uh, I think Jared Goff is solid. Uh, I think that they need a couple more. Pe- they've had some injuries too, but I think they need a couple more pieces. They need another guy alongside Amra St. Brown. They've got a good run game. Their offensive line is pretty much intact. I think what's killed them at times has been their defense. So they they need another guy opposite Aiden Hutchinson, and they can never have too many guys in the secondary. So I think they're going to be there. I think. I think if you – I, this is what's going on to me in Chicago is you're now seeing life out of Justin Fields. So the fear is that you're going to cut him loose, you're going to start over, he's going to go somewhere else and be great, and you're going to miss out on a quality quarterback. That's To me, the fear of what you may not have or that he gets better somewhere else is driving this. this is It's not a good football team. It hasn't been been a good organization. They've had problems with coaches. Eberflus has not been good. He's been slow to recognize some problems. Um, you can even say that, yeah, to me, until you get the McCaskies, I, I think as much as I want to say they don't have their hand in it, maybe they do, or maybe there's too much top-level come to me with this. Time. And I don't know this. I I only go by what I hear because I don't cover the Bears, but I, it, there's been nepotism that has gone on in that organization at times, and I think it, it has not boded well for them. The Vikings, you know, I think they've got a good structure in place. I just think that they kind of went for it, and it cost them and when you don't win and you got to back off a little bit i think you have to then kind of very slowly restructure it's a shame because you have one of the premier you know pass catchers in the league in Justin Jefferson and you're in the midst of this retooling if you will but i i still believe that minnesota i don't know what they're going to do a quarterback but i still believe minnesota can be a via, a viable candidate they to, to win games next year. I, they, they've they got to bolster that defense. They, they've got holes. They've got to bolster that defense a little bit. Um, they're getting a little older. They're getting a little top-heavy in money. But I don't think they're that far away. I really don't. I don't think Minnesota's that far away. And I don't think the, the Packers are that far away. The good news about the Packers is they can finally spend some money in the offseason if they choose to do so. They can fortify some of the holes that they have by spending some money. So I think this is going to be A good division, not a great division. It's not going to be a top-heavy, um, as far as like right now, like the NFC East, you know, where you believe that you were going to have two and three teams vying for that top spot. Same thing with the the NFC West, where you believed it was going to be San Francisco and Seattle, and and you were going to in L.A. and you were going to get those three teams vying for that top spot but i think that this will be a good division a more evenly matched division probably starting next year and moving forward that's just my thought because you don't have that it was always it was always going to be the packers division to lose because of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers now i think it's a little more balanced Jared Goff obviously a quality quarterback i think Jordan Love i i think he's going to be okay but the whole Justin Fields thing it's not like this is his first year where he's just starting to show promise. He's been playing football for a while now. And he shows you two games, and suddenly you're, you're like, whoa, wait a minute, you want to change your mind? I I don't think he was ever a good quarterback. So if they want to keep him, more power to him. Let him. Right? Don't get rid of him. Keep him and toil away in anonymity for a long time to come. But I think a couple of games, you can't base your reaction. It's just the same way here in Green Bay where you can't base the reaction of whether to or not to give contracts to a guy like Jordan Love off of four games. you got to look at the season as a whole. If he comes back this week and plays another bad game, has three quarters where he's off target, hopping around at the top of his drop and, you know, not delivering the football, not throwing into the open windows, you know, hesitating, not seeing things the way, you know, you think he should be seeing it, then I – then what those four games prior were those just a couple of blips on the radar or was this a blip on the radar? You know, you know what I mean? You can't go overboard because of a couple of games. You have to take the season in its entirety. And I think that's what the, the bears need to do. But if they keep Justin Fields and Justin Fields gets a couple more wins down the stretch, man, eh, hang on to him. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Cause then you don't have to worry about the bears being relevant. 877-867-1670. seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Bruce listening to us in Madison. Bruce, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
5: Doing good, Bill. How about yourself?
0: Doing great today. Hanging in there. What's up?
5: Good. Good. Uh, thanks for having me on. Well, I, I say uh, first thing I want to do is um, you asked a question about expectations, so I want to answer that for you. And I, I would say mine are remain about the same from the beginning of the year. I, I thought they would go. Uh, eight and nine Um, don't know necessarily know why other than the fact that they're the youngest team and they kept uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the defensive coordinator (laughs) just a second Um, you already know my thoughts on that I've seen you know a couple comments and talked to me before but um, I really appreciate the fact that you stepped back and and revisited the Jordan love situation I'm not a I told you so guy I appreciate the fact that you're now looking at it and saying, well, maybe there's more to this guy. than Because, you know, he, he brought us back as lousy as the game was. He brought us back. It was our defense that failed us once again, over and over and over again. And they did that uh, with Rodgers, too. Rodgers could have been even better if the defense didn't fail him every time he brought us back. So I think moving forward, we have to get rid of Joe Barry. And what do you do if, you're, if your head coach is so stubborn that he doesn't make that kind of move? You know, no one can make him do it other than make right. the general manager say, what do you do? Because I just don't... You, you talked a long time ago about, about them needing to be a top-ten defense. And we haven't... When's the last time we saw a top-ten defense? It's been a, you know, Reggie White days. Um So... It seems like anyway, and maybe it is, but if we don't improve there and we let them march down the field, whether it's a field goal and we need to improve in special teams. Uh, Um, I don't know. I really was excited about the hire for the coach there. Uh, Again, we have a lot of young players, but, um, you know, missing field goals, three points has been the difference. We also have – They've been close games. We certainly should not have won that Chargers game. They they gave, the, gave us that game, and our defense played really terribly that game as well. Uh, they should have had a couple more touchdown passes. So mm-hmm. um, we, we need to start winning more of the close games and think about uh, what do you do if you can't get rid of Joe Barry Carroll, if our head coach is too stubborn.
0: No, well, at the end of the season, and I appreciate the phone call, at the end of the season, first of all, Joe Barry's, I I believe, on the last year of his contract. So you can just say we're not going to renew you. You can let him go. Um, I can't imagine after this season, defensively speaking, that they hang on to him. You would really, really, really have to back up statistically and convincingly as to why this defense should stay the way it is. I, I can't imagine Matt LaFleur with a straight face going to the podium saying, no, we're keeping Joe Barry because of blank. Fill in the blank. I I, I couldn't imagine it. Well, he's, he's had
1: opportunities for that messaging. He's asked, you know, multiple times throughout the season after games, you know, what did you see when Joe Barry did this or that? And he's been unhappy with him. Like Matt LaFleur has gone to the podium repeatedly this year and saying, we needed to do something different there. That wasn't the right. So it's, it's not like he's in full support of what Joe Barry's been doing. I think he's been frustrated at times too.
0: I I would, I would 100% agree. 100% agree. That's what I'm saying for for the fear that Packers fans have that, that Matt LaFleur would keep him, I can't imagine Matt LaFleur walking to the podium and saying, yeah, the coaching staff is staying intact or we're keeping Joe Barry because, or the players play for him. Uh, I don't see that. Don't because know. of the aggressiveness that he had this year and getting after the quarterback, I don't see that.
1: Paint or get off the Be, ladder. You stop complaining yeah, I mean, about it, him or do something about it. Either yeah, one.
0: Exactly. I, I, I think this is, this is the end of it. Um, and and that's I think this is going to be all she wrote. So uh, for everybody that's got a fear that he's staying, I don't think he is. I think that'll be the first change uh, of the uh, uh, of the off Let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Got a lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after. This, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Oh, I need new windows. Baby,
2: it's cold outside.
0: So where do I go? Come
2: on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later.
5: More jingle that stays in my
0: pocket.
2: That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl.
0: Why not make a New Year's resolution today?
2: That's the spirit, Santa. Pella, no. Pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at Palawi.com.
1: Certain restrictions apply. See show for details, offer ends 1231.
0: back good to have you the bill michaels show brought to you by our friends at kunis k-u-n-e-s CUNIS rv kunis automotive CUNIS trucks and a big supporter of the fisher house all season long we thank them for everything they did for us this year and uh, they want to wish you a uh, and yours a very happy holiday season if a vehicle is in your future they got some great deals interest rates are starting to come down. So they said, check them out. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopkunis.com. That's shopcunis K-U-N-E-S, shopcunis.com, That's shopcunis.com. Cunis Automotive, good stuff. And uh, they've been with us uh, for a couple of years now, as a matter of fact. So we appreciate everything they do for us. Um, 877-867-1670. Uh, John says, uh, Barry has not been fortunate with injured players and uh, not keeping the draft picks on the field, but I don't think it's going to matter. I, I agree with you. Um, everybody gets banged up. But this defense, for what the expectations have been, it's really not achieved it. You know, every year it, they'll make a move, they'll pick up a guy, and you think, okay, this is it. This is the year that they fortify enough positions that this is the year it becomes dominant. And it's, it's just not. It's not. And I don't know if you need, you know, and I'm not saying you go from a 3-4 to a 4-3 or what, you know, that that's, it, it's just, there are certain defensive coordinators who have this innate ability to play aggressive and take away your, one of your better weapons for the majority of a game, or at least so they don't hurt you. And the rest of the time, it's just get after it, you know make other people beat you and that's not Joe Barry. Joe Barry to me plays I don't want to say scared but the fear of getting somebody behind you I think cripples the ability of this defense to play aggressive. Is it that is that a good way to describe Joe Barry's defense Grant it it plays to not let anybody get behind you and it really impedes your ability to play aggressive.
1: Yeah, you're playing not to lose, right? Kind Instead of, of yeah. playing to win. Which, you know, for a team that's invested so much into the defense, it's first round pick and free agent extension for Campbell and like they've just put a lot into this defense right. to have a defensive coordinator coach not to lose. I don't know. You, you need someone to reset the defensive culture in Green Bay is what you need, right? We that's, listen to Mina Kimes. This has been the case for years. You need a guy with a different attitude completely.
0: Right. That's that's probably it. You just need a a change. And I've I've said sometimes change just for the sake of change is good. It's a new energy. It's a new life. It's a new thought. It's a new enthusiasm. It's a new belief. It's a new hope, whatever it happens to be. Change sometimes for the sake of change is good. And in this particular case, I think it would be good. Um, and, again, uh, you know, you can go by the numbers and statistics and stuff and look and see where Joe Barry's defense over the years have historically ranked. Um, and it's not great. It's just not. So I, I would not uh, – I can't imagine any circumstance in which Matt LaFleur would say, no, nope, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die on that hill for Joe Barry. Got a lot coming up. we got Mike Clemens going to be joining us in the last hour of the program after the top of the hour here. So we're going to have Mike Clemens the last hour of the program today. What do we got coming up in the next hour? Got a a big old
1: buy or sell for you, Bill. Big one.
0: Buy or sell. Greg Allman, who you might not have heard from many of you on the network, in the first hour of the show, you'll probably hear that conversation one more time before we get to Mike in the final hour of the program. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. This hour is gonna to start to fly, and then we got our guy Mike to wrap things up with us on a Friday. Hey, we made it. I made it, you made it, we're all good. We're all here. Anticipating the weekend. I can't, I can't wait for the weekend. I, I can't, not because I've been cut kind of under the weather, my voice is crap, but I, I'm looking forward to football. I really am. This is like, bring it on, man. Bring it on. Bring it on. Stay tuned. Hold on more of the Bill Michael Show. Two more hours yet to go. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Stay tuned. More coming up right after this.